the voices in our head can conjure up a lot of confusion. Unless we can figure out what those voices are and which one to actually pay attention to. Join me this week as I talk about discerning the voices in your head. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. I'm a little crazy when I tell you I have heard voices in my head over the years. I used to think it was normal to have a committee meeting in my head every time I needed to make a decision or simply sit still for a while. If you're still here, my guess is you know exactly what I'm talking about or you're just curious. Although most of the time the voices we hear sound like our own voice, I've learned over the years that we have an enemy who loves to disguise his voice is ours. He loves to plant lies in our head that make us think that they are our thoughts. He's very good at deceiving all of us like that. The only voice any of us should be paying attention to is the voice of the Holy Spirit. We hear it all the time at church and from those who preach and teach. They tell us that we need to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit. If you're anything like me, I had no idea what the voice of the Holy Spirit sounded like, much less be able to follow it. This week on the prayer sheet, we are going to be praying for our children to learn how to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit in their lives. It is essential for them to learn how to recognize when God is speaking to them through the Holy Spirit. It's also essential that we learn how to discern the Holy Spirit's voice and promptings in our own lives as we step up our spiritual parenting in this area. All week in the devotions, I will be discussing five ways that you can discern the voice of the Holy Spirit versus the voice of Satan. If you aren't subscribed to our prayer tribe, head over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe and get your prayer sheet and your daily devotions and follow along with women and men all over the world who are praying and parenting life into the lives of their kids. Okay, so let's get started. Let's start off with the difference between conviction and condemnation. This is one that I wrestled with for so many years, and I still do at times. Romans 8.1 tells us, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Condemnation is feeling very strong disapproval about something. Thankfully, for those of us who are followers of Jesus, there is no more condemnation. However, that doesn't mean that we don't feel it every once in a while. Condemnation and its traveling companion, false guilt, love to follow on our heels. Most of us have experienced condemnation and false guilt at some point, if not more often than not. They love to make us feel bad for things we haven't even done or things we've already been forgiven of. This is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings conviction to our hearts. And when we've done something wrong or contrary to the truth in the Bible, conviction is a formal declaration of guilt. 
it is clarity from the Holy Spirit that we've done something specifically wrong that needs to be made right with God. When you hear the voice of condemnation in your head, you can rest assured it's the voice of the enemy. The Holy Spirit gently convicts us, which leads us to repentance. So remember this, the Holy Spirit convicts and Satan condemns. The next verse speaks to who we are in Christ, and it's in the past tense, meaning it's already done. Hebrews 10.10 assures us of this, and by that, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Because of the death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus, we are made holy when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Holy, in its simplest form, means we're different. We are different and declared holy by Jesus whether we feel like it or not. It's a done deal. Since we live in a fallen world and are saints who occasionally sin, it leaves the door open for the enemy to whisper lies of worthlessness in our ear. It is very easy to give in to his rationale and lies when the things we do or have done make us feel worthless. When we hear that voice in our head that tells us that we are worthless, we can stand on the truth of the Bible when it says we have been made holy once for all. Whether we feel holy or not does not determine the truth of the Bible. It is true, however, that if we don't go back and make right the wrongs we've done, it does open the door for the enemy's accusation. The more you choose to deal with the skeletons in your closet, the less worthless you will feel. When you hear the voice of the enemy telling you that you are worthless and unimportant, you know that is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit only speaks truth about who you are in Jesus. Remember this, the Holy Spirit gives a sense of holiness while Satan gives a sense of worthlessness. As we talk about the next way we can discern the voices in our head, we must remember this principle in 1 Corinthians 14, 33. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the congregations of the Lord's people. Disorder or confusion abounds in our world right now. Everywhere we look, there's confusion. Confusion is the playground of the enemy. Generalities are the name of the game when it comes to how he speaks to us. The thoughts of the enemy are never clear, but always murky and muddled. There is no clarity and a lack of peace about direction on decisions that you need to make. A good rule of thumb is, when in doubt, don't. When the Holy Spirit speaks, he is crystal clear on the direction he wants you to go in. The direction of the Holy Spirit always comes with a sense of peace. Colossians 3.15 tells us to let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. Peace is the referee between confusion and clarity. Peace is what should always win out when seeking God's direction in our lives. The Holy Spirit will be very specific and what he says will always line up with the truth of the word of God. We must be willing to wait for God to give us clarity and peace before we make a decision. Remember this, the Holy Spirit 
is very specific and gives clarity. Satan deals in confusion and generalities. 2 Corinthians 5-7 tells us, For we live by faith, not by sight. As followers of Jesus, we are called to live by faith. Faith is being sure of what God says will happen, even when we don't see it yet. It is complete trust in things that are unseen by the human eye. When you become a follower of Jesus, you exchanged the things of this world for the things of eternity. However, you have an enemy who wants to dupe you into believing that all of this is about the here and now and everything going on around us on earth. He whispers lies in our ears that directly affect our feelings and emotions. Our feelings and emotions will draw us right back to the world and take our eyes off of eternal things. Walking by faith will require you to die to those feelings and emotions. Whenever you are tempted to give in to your feelings and emotions, you must remember that you are called to live by faith and to focus on Jesus. It will be an act of great discipline in the beginning to not give in to your flesh. However, the more you choose to live by eternal consequences, the more you will see the great blessing of choosing faith. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you with your emotions and your feelings. Remember, the Holy Spirit gives a sense of God consciousness through the word of God. Satan gives a sense of self-consciousness through our feelings. Here's something for you to ponder today. Do you allow your feelings and emotions to rule your life? The next verse I'm going to share with you is one of my favorites. What great promises for those of us who follow Jesus. It's out of Isaiah 54, 17, and it says, But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. The enemy loves to accuse us. In fact, he stands before the throne and he accuses us night and day. Look that up in a Revelation 12.10. The sad part is we chime in with his chorus. He accuses you in your ear, making it sound like your voice. And before you know it, you've jumped right on his bandwagon, speaking death to yourself. Instead, we should be listening for the small, still voice of the Holy Spirit that comes alongside of us and corrects us. The Holy Spirit never accuses. Much like a parent with a child, the Holy Spirit comes alongside us and he corrects us and he wants to lead us in the right direction. The correction that God brings for us is for our good and for the good of his kingdom. God loves us and desires nothing but his best for us. Remember, the Holy Spirit corrects, but Satan always accuses. I'm so glad you've joined me today to talk about how to discern the voices in your head. I hope it's been helpful for you. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a nonprofit ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. 
If you've been blessed by our ministry, would you please consider making a donation to help us continue providing resources for you and your children? Simply click the button at Raising Kids on your knees to make your tax-deductible donation. Let me pray for us today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you have sent your Holy Spirit to guide us, to lead us, to counsel us. Lord, help us to lean in. Help us to learn what your voice sounds like and then help us as we follow your voice to be obedient to what it says. I give you thanks and praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.